all attention, ladies and gentlemen. We're now arriving in Detroit. Once again, this is Detroit Woodward Street Station. And thank you for riding Amtrak. All right, so welcome to the Wisendell Weekly Wrap-Up. Um, today, very excited. First guests of the Detroit Week edition. Um, shout out to Wasserman Projects, Allison, for hosting us, as well as introducing me to my guest today. Go ahead, you can introduce yourself. Oh, man, I appreciate it. Nathaniel Wallace with the Knight Foundation. Nice. And uh, talk a little bit more about the Knight Foundation or, or how your relationship with uh, the gallery here, too. Yeah, so um, so the Knight Foundation believes that informed and engaged communities can make the best decision for themselves. So my job is, in essence, is to find those projects, find that momentum, and just pour gasoline on it. Um, nice. That's, and, and that's the essence of my job, is to really, um, to really accelerate those projects um, that the community wants, that's mm -hmm. already been vetted, um, and, and take it from there. Yeah. Take from there. So it's, it's, it's really exciting just to hear ideas every single day. Yeah, from I'm sure. Communities that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. And the Knight Foundation has multiple cities, right? Yeah. And are, is the mission at each city similar or they're all, they're all the same, correct? So the principles are the same in each oh. city. Um, every city has its own directive, its own strategy. So in Detroit, ours is framed around public space work, economic development, and arts and culture. So, okay. um, so those are my three tenants in which I kind of operate under this umbrella for the Knight Foundation. Nice. And how long have you been doing it? This is actually my eighth month. Oh, wow. So very interesting time to jump into philanthropy yeah. um, <laughs> in the midst of so much change. Um, it's, it's, it's been a roller coaster ride, but it's, um, it's really why I joined uh, the philanthropic organization is because of stuff like this. Mm -hmm. This gives me an opportunity to really advocate for my city in a way that very few actually do, mm -hmm. you know? So um, in the midst of COVID, you know, um, while creating strategy for Detroit, we had to, we had to make a hard pivot, you know? So yeah. from business as usual. So we had to make a hard pivot. So it became about general health services. It became about supporting the community. It became about making sure the organizations that were our grantees were supported um, not programmatically, but operationally. Mm -hmm. um, then the, so the, the uprising happened, you yeah. know? So yeah. now we're talking about equity. Now we're talking about diversity. Now we're talking about inclusion, but the focus on equity more than I've ever heard in my lifetime, you know? So, um, <laughs> excuse me. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's been, so that's been amazing. So to just kind of watch the evolution of this world. You know, yeah. um, this pre-COVID and this post-COVID world, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, expand on that a little bit. I mean, I know that uh, I think the break and the pause is good for yeah. for for those kind of conversations to to really, you know, shed light on things that are going on. I totally agree. I totally it's, agree. it's it's definitely not business as usual nah. and conversations are being had. It, it's it's so it's 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 bad, but it's also good. Right. Yeah. So. It's an interesting uh, symbiosis, right? So would we be in this moment or would the moment be um, as intense if it wasn't for COVID, right? We all had this moment to kind of pause. Nobody's in the office, you know, anymore. Everybody's at home. This is the most time that 
personally, this is probably the most time I've ever spent with me, <laughs> you know, before, you know, so, you know, yeah. you know I'm reading more, um, you know, I'm just doing those things that, I, you know, that you just kind of lose in, you know, just the day to day doing the grind. Work. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, you know, so the movement happens mm-hmm. and you're forced to kind of just, I mean, you're reading everything, you're seeing everything, you're forced to reckon with that internally. And you really got to understand what's happening. You know, am I doing enough? You know, and, and absolutely. And, and the thing that's interesting is even though this this racial uprising has happened, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's a lot of education being had by everybody. One of the things I found myself doing is really going back and rereading the voice, rereading Baldwin, rereading Bell Hooks, rereading these guys that yeah. I've read a long time ago. Yeah. Um, and just getting ready for the moment, you know? Yep. So, and I think that works translates into the work that, um, I'm tasked to do from the Knight foundation every day. So, mm-hmm. um, we're in a, we're in a transition, we're in a, we're in a period of transition where everybody is rethinking everything across the board, Yeah, you know, and it's exciting to be in that moment. It's, it's exciting. I mean, it's scary too, right? Oh, and man, it's, 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 yeah. I, I tell people all the time, you know, like they ask how you're feeling. And I'm like, I'm a little scared, nervous, you know, because you don't know what the future is. And and unfortunately, um, there's just so many things at play that you never know what the what the factors are. Yeah. Um, but you, the Knight Foundation has a great arts program mm-hmm. um, and those grants. Can you talk a little bit about the grant process and how you guys yeah. accept grants and things like that? Yeah. So um, the grant process is really simple. Um, so you literally um, write a one pager. Um, you send it through the website. Um, we get it, we take a look at it. <laughs> um, and you know, we, we decide if it advances or if it needs to be tweaked. Gotcha. Um, so we got, we got a lot of individuals that, um, that have submitted over and over again and it's tweaked and tweaked. And then, you know, they finally got in. But, um, yeah, like I said, one of the things that I do all day, every day is just, um, just watch ideas roll in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then see the trend, you know, and in, in, in speaking to the moment, um, because you get to see during COVID what type of um, ideas are being had. You mm-hmm. get to see during the social uprising what type of ideas are being had. Mm-hmm. You get to see all that in real time through the grant process. Yeah. You know, so it's a really interesting space. Yeah. And I'm sure the uh, the amount there, the numbers of applications like at that back historical data i'm sure it's kind of shot skyrocketed as well oh yeah yeah oh yeah yeah it's it's uh yeah. it's yeah it's crazy well like i said i mean everybody's in a in a, in a place of introspection right now so mm-hmm. you got time you got time to think about yeah you know how can i solve this problem <laughs> right you know you got time to think about those things so yeah you see that in the in the grant application process mm-hmm. so it's been great any anyone's in particular uh that come to mind uh, or nothing in particular okay um but one thing I am, um, I'm, I'm constantly reassured of and just always giddy about is the amount of ideas that's coming from Detroit. Yeah. You know, the the, the quality of ideas that's coming from Detroit. Yeah. So, um, you know, the, the Knight Foundation uh, job is one where you really just get to see the city through a very unique vantage point. Um, and the, Detroit has been an underdog, you know, as long as I've been alive, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there's so much stuff said about Detroit, you yeah. know. Um, but from this vantage point, you know, you get to see how, just how untrue it is, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, like I said, it's, it's just a great spot. To be. Yeah. It's awesome. I know when, uh, 
I reached out to a contact in, in Detroit who put me in a contact with Allison. And I said, you know, is there anybody else you think you would be interested uh, to talk to? And you were the first one. So, yeah, I think that speaks volumes for sure. Uh, um, that was some good people. Yeah, the uh, the Detroit and Chicago connection, I think, is pretty strong. I mean, I know that, oh, yeah. it, you know, th there's, I don't know why or what, but there's always seemed to be a competition between it. And I'm like, yeah. you guys, like, there's no, yeah. for, for me, there's no, I, I don't own any Chicago sports team, like memorabilia <laughs> at all. It's like all Detroit teams. So, I mean, I'm still trying to hold on to it, but the, yeah. uh, um, the connection is pretty, uh, pretty simple to make for sure between, oh, yeah. definitely, um, definitely. we got a lot of people. I had a lot of people in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people in Chicago. Yeah. Chicago gets a lot of love. Yeah, right. for sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you were talking about wine. To, to expand on the wine, uh, one of those things that uh, skyrocketed as well when you were <laughs> in COVID. Absolutely. It's almost <laughs> embarrassing, in fact. Um, one of the things that, um, that I just picked up, you know, from uh, a friend of mine who actually works at uh, Detroit Future Cities, her name is Anika Goss, and she's the head of um, the Detroit Wine Society. Oh, cool. And nice. she, I mean, she started this, I want to say probably about 10 years ago now. Uh -huh. um, and, and through that process, we've been able to learn about wines. We've had Psalms come in, teach us about wine. You know, we got the cheese, we got the prosciutto, we got all that good <laughs> nice, stuff going. So nice. it's been a 10 year journey to get me <laughs> to the place where I'm, where I'm discerning now. Ah, okay. I'm discerning you now. Now you can't just give me anything. Now, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, doing yeah. the whole, I'm doing the whole thing now. <laughs> I'm doing the whole thing now. <laughs> That's great. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, we we have uh, like like I said, the wine and cheese segment that we we have on the podcast too. And there's yeah. a few uh, psalms throughout Detroit that I'm trying to get hold of, and um, it's just a great way to to have conversation and to you know really uh, educate people on wine. You know, yeah, man, why'd you have me for that one? Yeah, you got I me know, for I this. One. I want to go I to the wine and cheese segment. <laughs> and we talk about the I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could go, it could go every way. I need to get some more, actually. Um, any what, what type of rattle do you like? Um, I'm a big Rioja fan. Oh yeah, um, big Rioja fan. I love Shiraz. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, and I love Chardonnay. And I love Chardonnay. Nice. Um, yeah, it depends on what we're eating. Yeah, right. It depends on. It all what depends on the food yeah. for sure. Yeah, it depends on the food. I'm a big, I'm a big food guy. Yeah. Um, I saw the uh, there was a highlight that you retweeted recently about the um, some good restaurants and chefs doing some things yeah. in the city. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. how how has the culinary arts like really changed in the city? It's, it's crazy right now. Yeah, it's crazy right now. Yeah, it's it's so many. It's the guys that's doing the restaurants downtown, mm -hmm. midtown, and stuff like that, and then it's the chefs that's doing the private stuff. Yeah, those and private, the private things, stuff. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah, the private stuff is hot. It's, yeah, you know, it's the little ten-person settings where they're doing food. Then they got somebody that's coming in with the wine, and you having a whole experience. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, so um, the, the 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 food scene, the the wine scene in Detroit is, you know, probably since two thousand. I'll probably say about two thousand and seventeen mm -hmm. has been has been crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, and how are the neighborhoods kind of changed throughout the culinary things as well? Like, are, are they um, really driving people to different neighborhoods, obviously, right? With the well, different cultures? Definitely. So, um, 
food and art, you know, yeah. um, food and art. I think that food is speaks directly to the culture. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, you get to see the history through the food. That's how you experience it. You know, that's right. how you experience your know, place. Right. For me, anyway, that's right. how I do it. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, so. Um, so to see kind of the neighborhoods and these chefs that's coming from these places and the dishes that they're, they're, they're coming up with mm-hmm. and their take on old dishes, you know, yeah. the new version of the old thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's not, um, but the art, I mean, the art is transformative. You yeah. Know, the art is transformative. And that's, um, you know, a, a huge reason why I love Wasserman Gallery in mm-hmm. particular is um, I came here, I came to Wasserman probably about two or three years ago. No, it's been longer than that. But um, Allison and what they do here is is first is top rate, is is first tier, is is inviting, is warm. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a sense of belonging and the artwork is phenomenal. Right. Um, the artwork is phenomenal. But one of the one of the things that um, kind of led me into the arts piece was in 2012 when I moved back to Detroit. Um, Where were you before? Sorry. Um, I was in the suburbs. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I, I came back to, to downtown Detroit and it was, you know, it was bare. We was just about to go through bankruptcy. It was tough. You know, mm-hmm. it was tough for everybody. Mm-hmm. I think MoCAD had first came up with the, with the, um, with the sign that said everything is going to be all right. Yeah. And it was, you know, and it was heavy. Yeah. And one things that, one of the things that absolutely transformed Detroit was the artists that just took over the city. Mm-hmm. You know, so to see them, you know, do the mural projects, yeah, to the, do the protest art, to really mm-hmm. speak to things that a lot of people weren't speaking to, yeah. Um, are they phenomenal. are they doing the murals in the market again this year, or is that is that uh, on? I don't know if they I know it was in September, year. so I don't. And I don't know what's happening. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going to be this year. Yeah, that that is around the time when things were getting very transformative, yeah. um, for sure. And sorry for I don't know if anybody can hear that ringing. I know it's uh kind of loud right now, but um, yeah, 2012, and then you came down, and the artwork definitely drives a lot of it shapes the city. Absolutely. I know one of our teammates, Mark. We I brought him down here maybe two, two or three weeks ago. He's from New Zealand, and he was just in awe. Of, like he yeah. loved the city, he loved the people, and um, like people were saying hi to him in the morning. He's like, that, yeah. that doesn't happen in Chicago or whatever. So, um, <laughs> but he had a great time for sure. Yeah. Um, so the, like, what are the main differences? I know in Chicago, the, uh, MCA and the Art Institute, they are a little bit different. I know they have, uh, different styles. Is it the same here in, in, in Detroit, as far as like the Art Institute and, the uh, MOCA? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so very different, very different. Um, I honestly think that that the DIA is starting to do a lot more progressive work. Okay. Um, because the DIA is is primarily geared towards the old masters, the old school, kind of this history lesson. Gotcha. Um, MoCAD is you know about what's now, what's what's happening, what's here, what's fresh, mm-hmm. you know, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, that's, yeah. That, and that's what's uh, you know enticing for sure. Yeah. But I mean, knowing the history is obviously nice as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but I think that one thing that the DIA has done is they've been able to bring in, um, and I can't think of her name. We br- they brought in a street artist and hung her prominently from the Woodward from the Woodward entrance. Oh, and nice. I think that was a sign that it was like, whoa, okay, 
you know, we about to get into some other stuff. Yeah. You know, so that was that was cool. That was super cool. Yeah. And how about the the Q line? When did the Q line get introduced in the city? Do you remember um, when that was? I want to say 2017, 18. 2017, 18? Yeah. 17, Do you think 18. that that is, uh, was as productive for the city as they thought? I think that it's a good start. It's a good start, right? I think Something. it's a good start. I think that that kind of gets the, the wheels turning a little bit. Um, it's a lot of momentum around. How do we extend Detroit to Ann Arbor? Okay. Um, that conversation is happening right now. So we gotta we gotta we gotta have a foot in. There you, you go. Know? So I think that I think that it's gonna take a lot of money. Yeah. You know, but yeah. you know, if we can actually extend this thing, mm -hmm. um, it can serve a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. And for those of you who don't know, the Q line is a public transit that goes down Woodward, oh, Woodward, Woodward yeah. Avenue. Thank you. I was I had to double check. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure Woodward uh, down Woodward. Um, uh, so definitely check that out next time you're down here. And also check out the People Mover for those historians. Yeah. You know, you got to check yeah. out the People Mover. And the the old train station, I mean, they're, they're definitely redoing, putting in work, a lot of money. Talk a about a lot of money. That's a lot of money right a lot there. Of, a lot of money. A lot of money. <laughs> a lot of yeah. money. That's going to be hot when they get that going. Yeah. That's going to be hot. That's yeah. that's one of those projects that, that changes the city, you mm -hmm. know. So mm -hmm. I think it's $23 million going into um, the train station. And then Ford plans on making sure that this is the hub for future mobility um, in the nation. You know, so I mean, so they're doing some they're doing some crazy. They got some crazy stuff lined up yeah. Um, yeah. for mobility in Detroit. So I'm excited to be a part of that as part of the Knight Foundation. I get to hear those. I need those to get sitting on those those ideas and you know, man, um, it sounds like you got a great position. Man, I, man. I, can't, I can't complain. It's all right. It's how did right. how did you like? What was your career path? I mean, did you go to school like yeah. for, the, for that or like how no. how did you how did it you was, end up? No, it was it was crazy. It was crazy. So graduated from school in 2001. Owned a couple of real estate firms. Um, one here, one Chicago. Uh, no, sorry, not Chicago. Um, one here, one Houston. Okay. Um, did that for a while. My father started a company, um, and he wanted to go into military contracting. So I joined up with him, um, and we have been doing that um, since 2008. So we was rocking and rolling, um, completely happy. I was fine. Life was moving along smoothly. Um, and I get a couple calls from uh, from a couple friends of mine who's like, we want to float your name for the night position. And I'm like, I'm, I'm OK. I'm fine. <laughs> you know, I'm fine. Um, long story short, I end up having a conversation with the VP at the Knight Foundation, Sam Gill. And we had an amazing conversation. We had an absolutely amazing conversation. And that conversation led to a conversation with Alberto. Um, who's the president of the Knight Foundation, and you know, and here I am today. So you went from private, 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 to private, public, public, private, <laughs> private to public, public, <laughs> private, private to public, public. Yeah. Oh man, to public, public, to public, public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of my friends didn't know what I did. <laughs> you know, they're like, "What do you do?" I was like, "I'm a government contract." What does that mean? Yeah, it was right. like, you know. <laughs> If you know, you know. If you don't, you yeah, know. Yeah, it does have some mystique yeah. to it. Though. Yeah, but now it's just like, now they know what I do, you know. Yeah. And now, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, 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 now that's public, wild. Public. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, back on the, the train station that yeah. they're making the hub 
uh, of technology. They have the little uh, showroom right there, right mm -hmm. off of, uh, right by Mercury Bar over there. Um, I mean, what are, are the other big three or the other companies within the big three? Are they still making moves down here as well? Oh, like yeah. How, oh yeah. How is that? Well, because the, the um, the auto show was supposed to happen in June, right? Yeah. And they didn't have it. And now that's kind of crazy as well. Like, what are they going to do with that? Are they going to come back in the well, in the winter? Or is that going to be? Who knows? Who I'm, I'm sure that they're planning for next year. I'm sure yeah. that they are. Yeah. Um, but it's crazy to see the mobility companies start to turn into tech companies. You know? so They have to. They have to, right? Yeah. So now it's about the movement of goods and services, the movement of people, goods and services. So you got GM who's building, uh, I want to say a $2 billion, they're, they're revamping their $2 billion plant in Hamtramck, you know, to, to make exclusively electric vehicles. You know, then you got Ford who's doing the court town in, in a train station piece, 23 million, you know, not including the other work that they're going to do within that piece. Then um, you have Chrysler that's, that I hear is going to work with Ford. So I'm hearing that these these old rivalries, these mm -hmm. things that kind of was mm -hmm. these divisions. Mm -hmm. Now we're talking about, you know, how do we retain our place as the number one automotive companies in the tech space, in the mobility space? Mm -hmm. You know, so it's super interesting right now um, to just yeah. see that fight, to see that that competition, you know, because everybody's kind of fighting with one another. Yeah. But also, everybody's also working together now. Yeah. You know, yeah. because everybody's kind of leaning on each other's technology to take that next step. step. Yeah. So, well, I mean, you, you can't, you can't really be, you know, the end all be all. I mean, you can, no. but I mean, you, you need a team and you need expertise of other people, right? Yeah. To, and and I, I know it's, uh, take some, uh, humble, humble, leaders to be able Absolutely. to say like hey I, I need some help but yeah yeah that's um that's an interesting thing yeah i it's interesting that they want to go to ann arbor i mean is that just because of michigan or is it you yeah. think it's just because okay yeah, yeah. michigan yeah. Uh, why not michigan state i'm a michigan state guy so my I sister went, my sister went to michigan state so. <laughs> <laughs> i understand i got a wife that went to michigan <laughs> there you go yeah. <laughs> i understand yeah the um that has been interesting. Um, and then when you, when the Knight Foundation, uh, um, I don't know if you guys talk to the other cities, but like, what is the, I guess the culmination or what are those conversations? Cause I'm sure other cities are having quite the same conversation that we're having for sure. Well, definitely, I, I definitely. So we, we always compare notes. We, we have a standing conversation almost, you know, once or twice a week and we're just talking about what's happening in our cities. So um, one thing that's happening across all cities is protest protest art mm -hmm. you know protest murals mm -hmm. so we're seeing that as a common thread you know mm -hmm. throughout um a lot of cities now we're talking about equ equitable development you know what yeah. does equitable development look like you know can you, can you explain that a little yeah, bit more so equitable development is the idea that um that the residents that the community have a say in what goes into their neighborhoods um and that's not only on the resident side but that's also on the developer side how do we make sure that um, that we have black, black and brown people that's actually doing the work. That's a part of this process, um, you know. So it's it's bottom up and it's top down. You know, it's making yeah. sure that that equity is in every single piece of the process, especially in a city like Detroit. You know, when we're talking about equity, you're talking about a city that's eighty percent black. You know, um, we shouldn't be talking about inclusiveness. We shouldn't be talking about inclusion. 
Right. You know, right. the conversation has to be about equity. <laughs> right. right. So right. Um, so in addition to the protest art, in addition to um, the equitable development piece, now we're talking about public spaces. Uh, we're talking about, you know, what is a safe public space look like? We're talking about public space as a place for healing. Uh, mm -hmm. We're talking about public space as a place um, for just for use for everybody mm -hmm. um, and how everybody deserves a great public space. Mm -hmm. I think one thing that COVID has really laid bare is the fact that, um, you know, and, and just for me, I haven't been to the park as much as I have since COVID. You know, I've had to go out. I have to get out the house. I got to walk around. I got to see people. Yeah. You know, it just really affirms the fact that we're social, we're social animals. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, so really just talking about that thread, you know, just how important public space work is. So, yeah. and that's, and a lot of those are just key tenants for night. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see what, what happens to the public space when the, okay. when the weather goes down. Man, and I don't even want to think about that. That's going to uh, be, and I hope to God, just people wear your masks out there, please, everybody. Please I know we're, we're, we're safe distance right, away, right. but please, please wear your masks please, out there. Please, <laughs> right. Um, it's, yeah, I don't know. That That's something that's concerning for me is just to see if there is a resurgence in the cold. Like, we, we're definitely going to be um, yeah. in this for a bit. Yeah, yeah. So I literally just started going to restaurants. Yeah, I haven't been yet. I've been uh, first time. Yeah, probably about a week ago. Okay, outside. Yeah, they're doing what they're supposed to do. I heard that they was doing what they were supposed to do because <laughs> I vetted them. Yeah, <laughs> and you know it was just a great it was a great experience, right? Outside, you know, uh, the servers doing what they're supposed to do. Gloves, they're wiping everything down. You see the whole process going on, so you you know you feel good. Yeah, you know, yeah. so um, <laughs> man, I can't even. So when, yeah, when when winter comes, it's going to be yeah, you know, it's going to be interesting. Story, I'm but not I think going. I think it's great for that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not I know we actually just moved into a new apartment in Chicago, and <clears throat> like it, it's it's a nice apartment, but it has some space. And I'm like, mm -hmm. you know, we don't know if we're going to be out. Right. You know, we don't know if we're going to be going out. Like we're we're pretty much spending all the time inside by now, like right. working inside, doing everything inside. Um, yeah. But the it's interesting that like the dinners things that are happening inside more of a smaller element. I mean, I guess how, how do people caution to not create a bigger divide? Would you say like, because obviously you need to be invited to those parties and you need, to, you know, you do, you need right. a certain guest list. I mean, and that's just kind of an open question. Like yeah. what, what do you think? Uh, you think that's going to be an issue coming up like in the future or what do you think? I think so. Yeah, I definitely think so. I think that um, everybody has their level of, you know, of, of caution. Everybody's, yeah. you know, I'm a germaphobe. Yeah. You know, so um, when this thing first hit, I was in the house. You know, I was I was completely in the house. Yeah. You know? And I think I was such a germaphobe. I think I scared my poor wife <laughs> and, the, and, and she stayed in the house and she's a person that likes to get out. You know, so yeah. we were just in the house. So I think that. Um, as we get more information, as we get more real and accurate information uh -huh. um, that's vetted, that's scientifically good and checked out and they can give us, you know, this is how this happens. This is what you need to do. Um, you know, I think that, you know, your network is your network. Right. right. So, right. you know, me and my friends are going to obey 
you know, the rules mm-hmm. of engagement, mm-hmm. you know, right? Yep. So, so I think that is 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 interesting that everybody's kind of forming their 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 pods or their their tribes. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, because you know that you know I know that all these people are doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel like I have a certain amount of comfort with them. You know, and um, and I think Absolutely. those will probably expand. Um, yeah, not too big, but I think those will expand. Yeah, um, and I think that speaks to you know the small the small dinners the small you know, groups of people getting together, the small mm-hmm. thing, but really highlighting the experience. Mm-hmm. You know, I think before it was about how many people we can pack into a place. Now it's about the experience. Yeah. You know, how how much of a experience can we get from this? How what's the quality level experience that we can have in this moment? So, yeah, um, the the uh, the experience is huge. And now that everything's going digital, I mean, I know that, uh, yeah. you know, they canceled movement this year, Tech Fest or whatever, however people want to yeah. refer to it. But that was a huge cancellation for sure. Huge. And they, they tried to I think they did do something did digital something. as well. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it doesn't have the same. You, you don't get, the same, you know, you don't you don't get that pop. the basement no. thud no. like in that you, basement. Yeah. Well, you got to feel the people. You got to feel that move. You got to you got to feel the whole thing you got I mean, the whole thing right yeah for those of you who don't know the basement stage at movement that gets really loud <laughs> it's insane really loud it's insane it's insane you get to dress up yeah and then you're feeding off the next person Absolutely. and everybody's vibing yeah oh, man. you yeah. can't beat that yeah you can't you can't, you can't get that off zone yeah <laughs> you cannot yeah. no Unless you're shipping me a bunch of speakers, right. maybe. <laughs> but they tried it in, in Chicago with Lollapalooza too, and it just mm. wasn't wasn't the same. Okay. I mean, th- those guys were making so much money; like they they could have yeah. done something a little bit better. But um, I mean, it's mm. it's difficult. Everybody trying to figure it out. Yeah, everybody yeah. trying to figure it out. Yeah, and yeah. Then how you monetize that? Exactly. You know how you monetize something like that? Yeah. You know you're going to take a hit. You're going to yeah. take a hit. Right. You know, um, but still you want this quality experience Mm -hmm. in this experimental phase Mm -hmm. where everybody's just trying anything. You know, Mm -hmm. I think that one of the best things that came out of this was uh, the versus battles. Oh, yeah. I love those. Yep. I love those. Those are, I mean, I love those. Yeah. You know, but nobody was doing social media like that before. No. And then I wasn't even on Instagram like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, this comes along and now I'm glued to when DJ, uh, uh, when D nice did his thing, yeah. when he first started off, it was a hundred thousand people on those things. Yep. And I think he got up to 300, 400,000 people. Yeah. Absolutely. Just glued yeah. to Instagram, just yep. watching them go. Yep. Why well, I, I tuned into Jazzy Jeff had a, uh, wing stop, uh, yeah. wing day. He had a live session. He had like. I don't even know. I want to say like 40,000 people tuning in like that. And I was just like, wow, like that's crazy. a lot of dough, a lot it's of crazy. a lot of people, a lot of eyeballs that people want to pay money for. Yeah. Like it's, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. The the battles are good. Are they still doing those still, too? Yeah. So did, Apple, I, I, I think Apple bought it. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. So I, think, I think Apple bought it and I think uh, Swizz Beats. And I yeah. say, uh, somebody else got in on that. So, yeah, it's an Apple product now. Damn. It's crazy. Damn. That innovation, just doing, right? Just do it. Just do it, just do and, it. and see kind of where it goes. That's right. Um, what other what other kind of arts things do you travel to or pre-COVID or what, what did you used to do for, for that? Or if you could talk about your personal art collection, like what do yeah, you do? Yeah, so, um, so one of the main things that, that – I really enjoy traveling, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, 
I, I typically took about three or four big trips, um, about three big trips um, a year. And, you know, in those trips, I'm food, I'm wine, I'm art. You know, yeah. that's 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 a good trip for me. Yeah. You know, so going to um, doing the street food. Yeah. You know, doing awesome. the you know, doing the grandmother, you know, just just getting the vibe from the people like, where do you go? And where tell do you me. eat at? Yeah. You know, tell me what a spot. I don't want to yeah. go to that. <laughs> tell me where you go. Yeah. You know, and they like you need to go around the corner and down. Yeah. The alley I've actually and, never been to Houston either. No. Like that's a is that do you like that city? Or? I, I love Houston. Yeah. Yeah. I love. Houston. Yeah. I, I need yeah, to great people, great make my people. way down there for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, but but that's how that's literally how I kind of fell in love with both art and and food and and wine and that whole piece is yeah is traveling. You know, I think that you really get a good sense of the culture from the food and the wine, and then just having somebody explain it to you, right? You know, and you know, and how to how it originated, how it came to be, and their take on it, and all that good stuff. And then art is just so universal. Yeah, it is. No matter where you go. It is somebody has a mural somewhere talking about what's happening yeah you know yeah. and you know and it's going to be everywhere you know and, and it's going to be everywhere so yeah and in chicago they had um down milwaukee which was one, one of the predominantly most mm -hmm. known in wicker park they had a lot of the boarded up uh storefronts and then a lot of artists came through and did their murals on, on it did, did they have a lot of that here as well is oh, that yeah. kind of how oh yeah 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 yeah, and I know that there was a few people who were trying to kind of raise money with the sale of those uh, mm. said things. So, yeah, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Just some of those works, man, are so good. Yeah, They're just like very powerful. It's powerful. Like, it's powerful. Sydney James in Detroit did one. Okay, she did a protest mural of Ballas Green with the names of uh, men and women killed through police brutality. Right, and she started a, a Kickstarter, not a Kickstarter, but she started a GoFundMe. Go, okay. And she had a $10,000 goal. She hit the goal in three hours. Nice. She hit the goal in three hours. She actually raised about $19,000. Wow. Um, so she was able to hire staff and do some of the things that she wanted to do with regards to, you know, making people, you know, drink and ate and all that good stuff and had a good time with it. But it was such a powerful movement. And then it, it really just spoke to the fact that people wanted to see something. Mm -hmm. People wanted to wanted a means to express kind of what they were feeling. And she created this mural and every I mean, so many people took pictures with it and you know, yeah. just want to experience her just painting. Where's it at? It's it's um uh you can't I can, I, we can I always look it up. I can put yeah, it, uh, I can't remember the name there. of the, the spot that she picked, but okay, but it's in the it, city here. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a building that she owns. Oh, okay, um, cool. She owns that along with um, another artist, Brianne White, um, who's an amazing photographer. Um, yeah, and they just they just did it. Yeah, and it was hot. Yeah, man, it's it it's hot. interesting. Like it, everything's going back to the streets, right? Like it's That's going right. from out outside, from inside to outside. That's like how take I go. it to take it to the streets. That's right? how I go. And if you're not comfortable with the streets, then that's exactly you gotta, you gotta rethink your situation you gotta rethink it right it's the year of rethinking right. <laughs> yeah the self-reflection i think is huge yeah you know you mentioned it earlier like yeah. self-reflecting like okay well what am i doing well what's my part to this puzzle and yeah. and things like that so that's that's uh very in interesting to know yeah um 
so just looking ahead like looking forward anything with the knight foundation coming up that uh we should be aware of or that's going on Mm, for 2021 as well uh not necessarily anything particular coming up um i'm just excited about the ideas that's that's really matriculating in these neighborhoods Mm -hmm. um so you know with this renewed kind of vigor around equity um everybody's rethinking everything you know yeah like we said so you know and i'm and i'm blessed to be in this moment of transition you know in this position where we where we're putting equity above everything right you know we're, we're rethinking of our strategies on equity we're talking about equity in every conversation you know mm-hmm. um you know we're not using code words anymore you know we're not using um you know uh you know, POC and then yeah, we talking, yeah. we talking about we talking about black people, we yeah. talking about black people, we talk about Latin people, we talk about Latin people. You know, you know what I'm saying? So we're going directly, we're going directly at it instead of taking kind of that scenic route. So yeah. now the conversations are a lot more rich. Right. You know, the conversations are are really deep. Yeah. You know, and you know, there's a learning piece that's attached to that as well. So everybody's going through a, a learning journey. You know, everybody's refamiliarizing themselves yeah. with what equity means to them. Yeah. You know, and how that applies to their work. So I think that if you're in the philanthropic space and you're doing this type of work, you can't not, you you I'm about to use a double negative. You can't not be educated yeah. um, on what equity means and how it applies to your work, mm-hmm. especially in Detroit. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. like I said, it's, I'm blessed to be in a position where uh, we're in a state of flux um, because of the fact that. Is so many. It's going to be so many great ideas that's born from this crisis. Yeah, you know. So sure. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Nice, yeah. nice. Um, well, where can people follow you at? Uh, just in closing, like where? Uh, yeah. n- um, now that you said you mentioned on Instagram. And, yeah, I'm yeah. on Instagram. <laughs> I'm on Instagram. Um, I'm on Instagram at um, uh, Mr. Nate Wallace. Okay. Um, and that's Twitter and Instagram. Okay. Yeah. So that's why I'm cool. Yeah. Cool. All right, man. Well, uh, thank you, man. Thank you for uh, coming on, and this was uh, cool, man. yeah, man, glad uh, glad you're open to it, and uh, we look forward to having more conversations in the future for Sounds sure. Good. Yeah. Let's do it. Cheers, man. All right, Thank cheers. You. Salute. Salute.